Hey, welcome to the Two Friends Podcast. My name is Anthony Martinez with... Marcos Balbuena. And we're just two friends documenting our lives. And we're joined with... Nick Martinez. And our special guest... Angel. And what you just heard was a snippet of Angel's new song being released soon, Luna. How'd you come up with it? Let's hear the genius. Because I think it's, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> one of your best. I love it. It's very good. Um, I don't know. I just, I just... How long did it take you? To make the song? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, most people, like, you think songs take months sometimes, and sometimes uh, they do. The first session was two hours, and the last session was three, but I was actually recording for, like, combined time of, like, maybe two hours, but it was just more, like, mostly, like, stacking vocals, of anything, that took the longest. Oh, so you just had to, like, repeat and... Yeah, 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 yeah. like, I did, like, I have, like, a total of, like, ten vocal tracks for that song. Okay. It's not bad. How you feeling about it? Dude... Because it's been a while since you've had anything drop. I'm hype. I feel like, I don't know. It's it's because it's one of those things where, like, in music, you have so many ideas about, like, so many songs, but you can't, sometimes it's hard to translate it straight from your mind to, like, actually, like, make it play out in front of you. But this is one of those things where, like, this is exactly how, exactly how I picture the song. Yeah, um, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, Anthony mentioned that you haven't put anything out in a while. You were kind of, you kind of went off the grid for a little bit. Yep. Um, is there any particular reason why or just, you know? I mean, yeah, it was just a lot of, like, personal stuff to where, like, for a minute, music was just the last thing on my mind where I was, like, I wanted to start the rebrand a while back, like, last year, late last year in the summer, but I just never got to it, and then I just kind of let laziness get a hold of me, and then, like, a lot of personal situations were happening, so I just wasn't thinking about music at all. So for those who don't know, you originally had, like, a certain sound. What were you originally going for? Well, when I first started... I would just be on like Juice World type beats, and then I found Ian Dior, and I was like, "Dude, I want to be Ian Dior so bad." <laughs> and then <laughs> so, so like everything I would do was like kind of trying to replicate it, and then eventually I was thinking like this trap sound isn't gonna be around much longer, and it's not anymore. But I was like, I'm gonna go into alternative, and yeah. Who was who was your biggest inspiration for that? Alternative, yeah. Honestly. There wasn't, like, a specific artist. I was just hearing a lot of it at the time. Like, I was diving more into the genre, and I really liked it, so I wanted to give it a shot. I love alternative stuff. It's, it's great. great. Yeah. It's and, and, and it always finds a way to keep popping back, Come back. into the yeah, mainstream. Yeah, because originally, like, I remember, like, 2000s. It was, like, you know, the whole Paramore era, and everyone was, like, doing the whole punk thing. Yeah, and, that like, went crazy. Stuff. That was a good time. Now it's just... And it's, it's, it's coming back, but in, like, a different way. Like, Travis Barker's on a lot of tracks <clears> now. <throat> Look, in, look, I mean, look at Bailey Eilish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's MGK, she's doing like, great work. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I think the sound fits you a lot more, too. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo also there brought you go. it back a little bit. Her <laughs> song blew up yeah. heavy. Yeah, and like hers, like everyone's like, man, why do you, like, why do we why like those songs? Fami- what and then, and so then people familiar. started comparing them. Yeah. The only yeah. thing with that, though, is that I feel like over time, it's going to become oversaturated very quickly. Like Machine Gun Kelly, for example, like when he came out with his... With new the, genre? Yeah, it was good. Like, it was straight, but... And every, it was refreshing. Everyone was like, oh, no, this is fire. And now it's just kind of like, it's corny. No, but I think I think with music, like, things are going to always still come back around. Like, everything. Everything with music especially, Yeah, with music especially, I think things always, like, it's like a loop. Like, yeah. things will come and grow, come and grow. I mean, the blues, and, blues were around for how many decades, centuries? Yeah, and then that turned into rock. And, like, I feel like yeah. everything also inspires each other and bounce off each other That's, a little it's bit. Fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fluid. You can mold it and shape it into and then blues. Blues also went into another genre, hip-hop, that we have yeah. today. Yeah, and I think I think the sound that you're going after now and what you're doing now is, like, a big combo of everything that you've been trying to do. Over time. Yeah. I feel like this sound, like, the people who have heard the song already, they were telling me, like, I feel like this is a sound you've been trying to go for, you just didn't know how to go about it. Uh, yeah, so that 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 perfectly fits <clears throat> the song. Yeah, I really feel like this this one indiv- this one in particular is you coming into your own sound. Yeah, um, and like me personally, uh, you guys can vouch for me if you feel the same way, but I feel like this is finally something that I can brag to my friends about. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah, posting man, it everywhere <laughs> when it comes out. Absolutely, yeah. Before uh, no hard feelings, but like I was like, I mean, like this is good. I like it. But it's nothing I'd be like, yeah, boy. No, like, no. And the thing is, like, a lot, with a lot of my older songs, like, some of it, one of the more recent ones, like, Strangers, Blurred Lines, like, that was cool. Or, like, I Lost You, My Me, P. It was cool. And it sounded good. It wasn't anything, like, 
but it wasn't anything like whoa, yeah, like attention grabbing or anything. Like it was like a casual listen. Like, nah, this is good. And that I was said, that. I said this earlier. We were talking, but <clears throat> this is one of your first songs. That sounds like it was made in a professional studio. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it sounds like a professional actually made that, and I think that just goes to show how far you've come. And really, and like, it's really amazing. All of them have been. Because Geo does phenomenal work. Geo does phenomenal work. He's actually I, working on it right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> he does phenomenal work. And so it is very professional. But this is the time you sound professional. Because yeah. your beats have always sounded professional. Yeah. But you sound way better than this one. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was more like, I wouldn't say a confidence thing. But it was just being comfortable kind of thing. So like, I was in the studio. I was making Luna. And then like, I guess I was going for that same monotone stuff. But I told you, like, I don't know why, but I just feel like I want to yell. Like, certain lyrics. And he was like, go. And I tried it at first, and I was just like, nah, 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 nah. Let's stick. And he's like, no, no, try it. Like, actually try it. We're going to stay here until you pull it off. I was like, all right. So then, like, I let a good one out. And then I was like, oh, shit. Do it again. Let's do it again. And then the whole song after that was just what it is. Yeah, like, I think it's satisfying, too, because you, like, with your other songs, like, the monotone the whole way through, you'd just be, like, you'd want more out of it. Yeah. And this song builds up to where it's, like, like you're waiting, and you're like, dude, I want him to belt. Come on, come on. I know, and I then know it y'all finally hits, and you're like, nice. Satisfying. Oh, yes. Yeah, That's satisfying. what I was wanting. Yes. I've been, I've been telling him since, like, he first started, like, make an upbeat song, because he has some upbeat songs. But I was one of them, like, actually, like, that went hard, that he had, like, some instrumentals behind that. Yeah. Yeah. And this song absolutely pulled it off perfectly. I feel like it's because I tapped more into, like, I guess, emotions for it. Just because, like, a lot of things surrounding my life, like, at that current time where I started recording it, so it was, like, I was angry at a lot of things, so it was just, like, this is my one place where I could just go and just do my thing. Versus, like, other songs, older songs, I would write it, but it was, like, it was just, it felt like a chore at that point, or, like, a job, like, it wasn't some. Sometimes it would be like genuine emotions that I would feel in the moment, but then like other times it's just because like I felt like I needed to get something out, kind of thing. But then this one was just like there was so much going on. I felt so overwhelmed, and I was like, I haven't been in there in a while. Let me step back and let me see what's up. I know, I know you're very early on in your career with this, but is that something that worries you at all? Like it becoming like you know a job that you have to do because I feel like that happens to a lot of artists where they they get a lot of pressure like they get a bunch of fans and then they feel like they have to produce something and then it mm-hmm. just isn't as good cuz they rush it out yep. because they don't really want to anymore it wasn't as fun are you worried about that at all or mm-hmm. anything no because it was one of those things where like as a kid I was my parents told me that I was like the first musician in the family like I would pick up a guitar and I would go and then I picked up the drums and I would go and then I would pick up the bass and then I would go but it was just one of those things that like it wasn't Music was never hard for me, and it wasn't anything like the way y'all view music is probably different from the way I view it, or like I hear certain things, and so it was just something that I always fell in love with over and over and over and over and over again. I just need music in my life, so it's like I feel like it's more of a need if anything, and it's therapeutic and it does a lot for me. But I don't think I'll ever get bored because I've just always been so involved, and like if I've been involved since I was a kid all the way till now, I mean. You do catch a lot of snippets that no one else does. Like, all the time, you'll be like, listen to this part of the song, and we'll listen to a 10-second snippet, and you're like, that was nice. And we're like, can we hear the rest of the song? We're going to the <laughs> store, dude. Like, stop replaying this 10-second snippet, man. Because no, I, I just need to hear it and not I, get bored. I, I, for one, just love being held hostage while I listen to <laughs> a 30-second, like, mid-section of a song I will, over and over On a over repeat? There you yeah. go. I will uh. say, Angel catches a lot of, like, backtrack loops in the in like the very back of the songs that I don't even be paying attention to like he'll be like yo releasing this and I was like yeah it's just a guitar it's just a piano I'll be like no 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 listen to what's behind it and then he'll pay he'll play the notes with his hand like look listen to that I'll be like bro how do you catch that <laughs> bro, how do you I be thought, catching I thought, that I thought it was like I thought everyone could hear it. No, nobody <laughs> else like, hear that. You can hear it if you pay attention to it, but most people don't pay yeah. attention to it. Like, no, I usually catch it on because the first if listen. you if you point it out, we can hear it. But yeah. no one's listening to that. We're yeah. all just usually listening to the lyrics. And, and it really once you pay attention, it does make songs a lot because you have like a little hidden detail yeah. that you can latch onto it. I like was that, just, I was just about to say, yeah. as someone who like uh, who's into music, I can I can agree. Like before. Before I started to play instruments and before I started to talk to other musicians, I would just listen to songs casually. But now I listen to now every single instrument. Now it's like <laughs> it's different. Yeah, like no, once you actually make the music, you see a whole bunch of different things music, and different songs. I can agree is an experience. See, I can't relate to that. I'm not musically inclined at all. <laughs> Marcus can sing. Uh, it's very true. 
<laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We don't have to do that here. <laughs> we can we can let that one pass. Uh, next time, next unless time. Unless you want to. No. <laughs> I'm sure I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> Gary, now I know but, I was wrong. I'm believe it or not, Marcos can actually rap. Freestyle. That is do not it right now. True. Right that now. is not true right at all. Right They're lying to you. Leave me alone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so after after this song comes out, what what are your plans next? There's this one song that I love by this artist named Ecstasy. It's called "I Walk to Share That by Myself." Mm. I want to make something very similar to that, okay. but like my own twist to it. But like that vintage sounding, I guess indie is different. I want to try that out for a little bit, and I want I want like I want my songs to all be categorized in the same genre more or less, but sound different each time. That's fair. But yeah, that's the next I like one. Like that. I like that. That kind of like approach to it yeah what uh how frequently are you trying to get music out because again you took a big break and a lot of people were like you were growing and people were hearing about it and stuff i remember yeah. you were getting some traction over in the uk too mm-hmm. <laughs> even in germany yeah germany, even in germany. Germany. that was fire but um honestly once i get everything situated i want to be able to drop probably like maybe not as frequent as when i first started because overloading isn't a good thing either but maybe like every two Two weeks, two and a half weeks, I want to just be dropping something and just promote it and just promote, promote, promote and just keep building up off of that. But like quality though, not just like going in there and just yeah. doing whatever. But do you think you also need to like get in with different people and go do different shows? Even if they're not really like, like the show isn't that genre, you know, if it's like a rock show, but like they're having new bands that are rock or... Like punk, pe- people like, can always appreciate something different. Yeah, especially because yeah. they'll usually use stuff like that as like an opening act. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, not everyone's going to see it, but you'll probably get, you know, a couple here and there. And then from a couple people here and there, they'll go tell other people. Yeah. Because just because someone likes <coughs> punk or rap or rock, that doesn't mean they don't like other things. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I want to do any live shows for a while. Really? Nah, Why? Nah. <laughs> After my last oh, show. Bad, that was a pretty bad I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say... N- you were there. You yeah, went. No, I'm, I'm not no. going to say nothing in specific to the show. It was just. It was it w- rough. It was. Yeah. I didn't want to be rough. like after a little minute. I, I felt like I wasn't giving a good performance. I just didn't want to do it. So like after I got off the stage, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, this is definitely going to be the last one for a while. That's, yeah, that's I mean, fair. the one before that was nice. It was cool. But like that one, that one, was that good. one was that like, one was good. that was a crazy. I missed that one. It was fire. Yeah, but I heard. But the one after that. No, like that really just like. It grabbed like all my confidence and just like shattered. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I got off the stage and I just felt I was like, why am I even doing this anymore? Damn. Yeah. So, then yeah, and it was on top of that. Like I also didn't release anything. Like the last thing I released was May 2021, and that show was uh like December 2021. Yeah. And so you know, from May to December, I still didn't drop anything. So at this point, all I'm holding on to is old songs at a new show. So I'm thinking, you know, if I'm not dropping music right now, I may at least get like a reaction out of the crowd and stuff like that. It's going to be a good time, especially after how the last show went. I was like, nah, this show's going to be even better. And it wasn't at crowd. All. Crowd was small. Crowd was small. And dead. It wasn't even your fault. Yeah. Like and it was dead. No engagement. Nothing. Yeah. I tried. Just, yeah, it was that was that was rough. I felt bad the whole time because I was there. I really feel like as an artist, though, that's just something you have to be prepared for. Yeah. Like, like I understand, like the feeling that it gave you. Like it being your first time experiencing something like that, but yeah, not I, even I my just, first couple. It's shows. like it's like comedians. Comedians yeah. have to go into like you know an open mic on like a Tuesday, Wednesday in front of people who are casually going, and, and they'll bomb. say yeah, and just bomb left and right because yeah. then you'll get the you know you get the bad stuff out that way for when you do get the big show yeah. coming up, you have only good material. Sure, I feel like yeah. I feel like anybody that's passionate about anything at any level. I'll, I'll say yeah yeah I'll that's say, just like, learning like, think about think about uh fergie's performance of the national anthem a couple years ago oh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> like i know I, it's fun. I know i know it's funny to laugh at and stuff but like seriously like, i haven't even seen an that, established artist yeah can have like everybody yeah. we're all people at the Is end she of the bomb? day and every, yes oh happens. my gosh what happened Everyone, i haven't seen that oh like, my god basically long story short everybody has bad days so <laughs> Did she get booed no no she ah. should have ah uh. <laughs> She, Dang, she should have. <laughs> no, but it's just. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can find it. <laughs> oh, she, uh, she really should have. What did she like? Try to change, like change it up, like make their diff- different. Like uh, she tried to. She uh, did too much. Yes, she did too she much. Did too too much. much. That's fair. I don't know if I set this up to where the the podcast will hear it, but you'll you'll be able to hear it. I think Marcus. It is not oh, set up in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> No, it's not. 
That's okay. Dang, we really had to wait on a 15 second ad. I need to skip. That's crazy, man. Man, ah, you're not gonna be able to hear. I gotta take off the headphone for this one. Hold on. Do you want to listen to it? I just want to listen to the beginning. Oh my god. Oh no, I'll take that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard enough. You got a total of 12 seconds into it. Oh my gosh, she ruined the national anthem. You haven't even gotten to like the actual battle. Yeah. I'll show you the rest later. That was enough. That was enough for me. It's hilarious whenever it like it's panning over to like all of the all of the the basketball players and they're just trying not to crack up. At least it wasn't for like a baseball or an NFL game. Because then she really would have gotten booed. Oh, for sure. There's so many more people at those, too. Yeah, dude, it's a huge huge event. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Does anyone know how she felt about that? Probably sad. I don't know. Because I don't don't think there was anything, like, publicly displayed about her. uh, Yeah, yeah, maybe not publicly, but I know they probably went hard on her on Twitter. I personally, oh, for sure. I personally (laughs) haven't heard anything about her since then. Yeah, but I think as an artist, that's, like, the smart thing to do. Don't yeah. feed the flame, let, let you know, people, because, yeah, let, let all the memes happen like because that's, three what, days that's what's going to happen. There's going to be memes for a couple weeks and then yeah. Will Smith and Chris say, Rock. No yeah, one talking about that. Jesus. No there's there's going to be, uh, I mean, every now and then, a lot but of like it, it's dying off. Like yeah. it, it Dude, comes and no, goes very but like fast. For oh. the first day or two that it happened, it was everywhere. Actually, what do I don't you know. mean? The first minute. I don't know if you guys um, if you guys heard this, but Will Smith actually got banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Yeah. Tough. That is insane. Someone, uh, said, someone said that, and I mean, I don't know. Let, I, before I say how I feel, I just want to see how y'all feel about it. Someone said he hasn't made a good movie in 15 years, so he could wait for 10. Will Smith? Yeah, I feel like that Will is Smith, absolute cap. He's an established actor. We what, don't know he does. But what's his like latest movies been? What is? Think about it. I don't oh, know. Man, now I gotta look Think this about up. it. I don't know. I don't know. Even what? even if his newer movies haven't been that good, the man has made. Bombs in the 2000-2010 era. For sure. That man made nothing but goatness. But we're saying, like, as of late. As of late? Is, is, I, I believe it. I believe it. I do believe it. Uh, let's see. Because y'all remember that one movie, Gemini Man, where he was, like, fighting himself? Yeah, that was pretty Dude, dog. No, yeah. it was trash. It was trash. I watched it in the theaters. I wish I didn't. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, my per- personal opinion here, in my opinion, his two best movies, for me, I Am Legend and I, Robot. Th- those are just two Where is Pursuit ones. of Happiness? Pursuit of Happiness goes crazy, but it's enough to make a grown man cry. But it's not I Am Legend. In 2019, he had Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin was good. Aladdin was good. Yeah, that's valid. I love that movie. I don't don't really see... See? Maybe Ali. You know what's crazy? I've never seen the original Aladdin. Neither have I? No, yeah, neither have I. I saw it it once when I was like four. You know the plot. Oh, yeah. I saw it once when I was like four. Don't remember it. I played the genie in my middle school production of Aladdin. That's adorable. I, I also cho- I also that. choreographed it. Really? <laughs> yes. That is hilarious. The whole show. You have a video out there? We have it on DVD somewhere in my house. Find that. I would love to see that. Yeah, I'll try. No, nah, but with live shows, like, I don't know. I just don't want to do it for a while. I feel like when I got off the stage, I was like, I'm only going to do it once I know I have, like, an established fan base that's willing to come out to see me. So even if that takes a while to grow or anything like that. I like that. It, I, like, I'd rather go to a show knowing that it's people that are there to actually support and that know my music and love me for my music. That's that's a good approach. That's a good approach, but at the same time, going to random live shows is a great way to get exposure. um, It is a great way. There's going to be people of all variety. I've done done a couple shows, and I've had a couple people who were new listeners, but it wasn't like a lot. I think think the real thing is the size of the crowd. There you go. That's what I was just If you can get to a decent-sized show, even if it is a random show, that Coast to Coast was a decent-sized show. Yeah. That was a a packed room. Uh, I mean, it was a packed room, but the size of a garage. See, listen. Keyword (laughs) keyword is room. room. You need an open space with a... Uh, like a, it was packed. There were at most yeah. maybe sixty-five people there. At no, most. there was like sixty artists by itself. But the, there you and, go, sixty people. But on top of their supporters, <laughs> though, on top of their supporters, a lot of the people in the crowd were artists, though. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, no, nah, but I, I'd rather do even if it takes longer. Yeah, I'd rather do that than like feel the way I felt after that show. Like, I really at least did. you're thinking about it on a longer time span. I think a lot of people will try to do things and they think they're gonna like become what they want in 90 days or even a year and it's like give yourself a longer time horizon to look at for sure i mean i remember like honestly like three to five years of like actually doing something and then look back where you started and then look at where you're at now because that's what i think the biggest thing no it's great like okay let's say we'll take for example like luna right 
versus No Caller ID by like featuring two Burbo. Like, dude, I, Ooh, I, was, at, I was at the studio, bro. I was Burbo. at the studio, and that guy's so random. We'll get on him in a second. <laughs> Continue, yeah. I was at the studio, and my girlfriend was with me, and like she was just listening to it, and she really liked it. But we had showed her like what my first song was, and she was like, "Oh no, I've heard his first song before. Like he played it for me, whatever." And I was like, "No, my first real song. Like, listen." And she was like, "Oh no, nah, this is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> you know what's hey, what's two Burbo got an OnlyFans? Yeah, his girlfriend does. He was born in night. Oh, it just says nineteen hundred. Never mind. Yeah, no, two Burbo like, has an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. I'm not will, clicking on. Yeah, it. I will not be watching that ever in my life. What's uh, the link though? <laughs> hey, <a> slide, <laughs> he's just asking. He's just asking for a friend. It's on his Twitter. If you're that, interested. he's just asking for a friend. That's I ain't even got a Twitter to be honest. <laughs> I I stay away from Twitter. The real reason is because my dad's on Twitter, and why is your dad on Twitter? He's been on Twitter since like it dropped. Really? No yeah, bro. he's had a Twitter forever. That's crazy. That's and, hilarious. And and I was a lot younger, so I was like, okay, if my dad's got Twitter, I'm not gonna get Twitter. Understandable. Not, it was like kind of a privacy thing, but also I didn't want my dad publicly roasting me yeah. in front of all my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like. And he would, because he does it. He does it to my friends. I have friends come up to me and they go, "Hey, man, can you tell your dad to relax on me? Like, it's kind of making fun of me a lot." Dude, I can't stop him. He's That's his own funny. man. <laughs> That's funny. But um, when you when you first started music, what, how, like uh, going back to what Anthony was saying earlier, how long were you going to give yourself? It's crazy because okay, so I started recording when I was eighteen, and. You know, the first two songs didn't do too bad in streams. I think I got like 500 apiece. And for like the first two songs, great. What was your first song? September 19th now? <laughs> nah. It wasn't no, that? No, it was it was No Caller ID was the first one. And yeah. then Summer 16. No, I'm saying it dropped on like it oh, dropped in September. Oh, September. My fault, my fault. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. But um, so I saw I did those two and I saw like the streams were like cool, whatever. And then I dropped my third one, which was called 1 a.m. And that one just for some reason, I still don't know to this day. It just took off. So it, it got like it ended up with like 56,000 streams before I just took it off. It's not bad. Why'd no. you take it off? though? Because it was one of those things where it was like, OK, so if you click my let's say my SoundCloud, it, it categorizes your most streamed songs. So like, let's say people say, um, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go check this kid out. And then they click my SoundCloud and they see that obviously attention is going to grab because like 50 said, let me see what this is about. And then it's trash. But it, they don't know it was my third song. So I was like, OK, you know what? I'm going to take it off. That way, you know, when someone listens, they get a good impression. And they're willing to check out more things. So now the first thing you see is natural, which is not a bad song. It is not a bad song. Pretty good. Maybe to you, though, it was trash. And to them. I did not like one. To what? 53,000 other uh-huh. listeners. Those, that's him. not even individuals though. It could have been less, but yeah. imagine one dude playing at fifty three thousand. I don't know. Jesse. But I was giving myself when I first had started. I was giving myself like I said, okay, you know what? By by like nineteen around there, I feel like I'm gonna be at that spot. And then you know, nineteen rolled around, and I was still making music consistently. Like I dropped prom queen, and that was a banger and stuff. But like I had to outgrow the overnight mentality because the record label that I want to be signed by made it seem like they found random dudes overnight. So I thought it was going to be like, all right. And I, you know, stuff like that. So I thought it was going to be like at 19, 19 rolled around and it didn't happen, but I was still growing. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep it pushing. I'm gonna give myself till 21. And I know by 21, I'm gonna be there. I'm 20. I'm about to turn 21. And it's like, I'm giving myself to like 23, 24. So I just feel like I'm literally just going to keep pushing it until it happens. But I honestly feel like 22, for some reason, I feel like I might not be, like, huge, but I feel like I'll be at a level where I'd be able to make a stable income off my music. I think it's also just the consistency of what you're doing. Because yep. if you're only doing, like, if you, you know, take a big break again, then, like, 22. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, 22 yeah. isn't going to be a doable thing. So it's how, how hard are you actually yeah. frequently working on it? Yeah, you keep, I think, you keep I think songs like this one coming out. and now, It's definitely going to happen. I think and then now, we can stay friends for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now in this developmental, developmental stage... um, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring her up again, Billie Eilish. Um, her early music was very, very, very consistent. Like uh, I had a couple. I, I'm not gonna say that I was a fan since the beginning, but I have, a, I had friends that were fans since the beginning, and she would release something I think every month. Um, yeah. Like a single, an EP, something yep. like that, and then finally, that overnight success came for her, 
and she was able to finally, as an established artist, take a take step back. Those big breaks in between. Yeah, projects. once you make it, you could definitely make take those big breaks. Okay. But like but at the level, so I think right back. now where you're at, you I need can't. that constant again yeah. and again they and do, again. They do recommend like for music marketers that I've like researched into and stuff like that. They do recommend that you drop one single a month. And you just promote it like crazy. And then the next month, another single. And the next month, and they said, and now take a look in three years. But honestly, I want to do more than that. I don't want to, I want to do at least two singles a month. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you put it in a perspective, it'll go crazy. But consistency, I think, is a big thing because it's like, like also with people, I I love making this analogy, but like when you look back and like every, like Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones is a huge show, but you know how many people didn't get into it to the third or fourth or fifth, sixth season? I never even got into it. Stone I mean, on it. I never watch it, but still, like, how many people are like, yeah, or like Netflix? They're like, oh, I didn't start it until now. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. start it till season three. I didn't start it till like. You just have to keep putting things out, and yep. like, you have to be in the game long enough for people to find you. Because yeah. just because you're in the game, that doesn't mean everyone sees you. Yeah, because it's I, it's I, hard I, to find things. I got too. one. For, I got one for y'all. Um, y'all know that one song, "Feel It Still," Portugal the man, and I feel it still. That one. Oh, that part I know. Yeah, that that part I know. That band. I want you to guess how long they've been making music before that song blew up. Twelve years, fifteen years, nine years. Doesn't say five. Yeah, nine years before they blew up. So I'm just saying, if you keep working. It's bound to happen. No, but I feel like okay. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like if I stayed as consistent and as hungry as I was in the beginning, yeah, maybe the quality would have came later along the way. But I feel like my music would have been in a different spot right now. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't probably. I don't know how it would have been, how it would have turned out. But I definitely feel like I would have a bigger following, and I would have like somewhat of a fan base already established. But I feel like now that this rebrand's happening, I feel like it's better now. You think the break was good? Definitely. It was, it was because it's one of those things where like I stepped away for a little bit and the last song that I had released was Blurred Lines, which I think great song. It was solid overall. I can't say nothing about the song, but you take that. And then I took the break. I went through my life experiences that were necessary. And then I came back and I made something like this. And that was my first time. That was my first time in the studio since like October around there. When was Blurred Lines released? May 28th, I think 2021. Wow. It's about to be a year. That's crazy. Yeah. That and insane. I literally from, yeah, from then I haven't dropped this. And I told myself, I don't want it to get to the point where like, it's been a year since I've dropped. Cause then I feel like that would really unmotivate me and I would be like, ah, whatever. I don't want to do it no more. So then I just forced myself to get back in there. That's tough. Yeah. I think also a big is it's like a habit building thing too. Mm-hmm. Like some people will want to do things and like wanting to do thing, something is completely different from like forcing yourself to, yep. but I do think habits need to be formed around something. It's like going to the gym. Yeah. Like 21 days. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. If you're going to the gym and you want to get like started just going to the gym, just go for 21 days straight because then you have the habit formed of you're going to go. And on a day that you won't want to go, you'll end up going because it's just like a thing. Like before you know it, you'll be in your car and you're heading to the gym and you're like, what the heck? Because we're very habitual like creatures. Yeah. So I also feel like it was also some of it was also out of like frustration because I would see like these kids like 16, 15, 13 and I would see them come out on TikTok make a song on their iPhone, promote it for like a month at most. And now some of those kids are working with the people that I want to work with. And it's like, and I'm not even like on some like ego stuff or like cocky, but like, I know I sound better than that. And I know I make better stuff than that. And I know I have more of a passion for it. So it's like, why am I still sitting here? Some, some people are better at throwing the dart. You know, some people are better getting it. It's like McDonald's. Like, how many of us can make a better hamburger than McDonald's? There you a go. lot of us. Everyone. Facts. But McDonald's is better at getting it out there and yep. making it easily accessible for yep. you. You know, I've actually, um, I've seen a documentary of the, uh, not the original owner of McDonald's, but the one that bought it and turned it into a gigantic franchise. He actually did it, uh, uh, he like, he spoke at Harvard at one point and um, he, mm. uh he was asking he he was asking the students so um what do you guys think my job is and you know everybody was like oh um you make burgers or you flip patties you know or you're a cashier everyone was like it's not my job that's what that's what i that's what my business is but my job is the money what i do is i turned a burger into a multi-billion dollar company Jeez. and he goes like you you see all those corners on manhattan avenue you know you see burger kings there you see sonics you see whatever is like, i own the corner they pay me. 
to have their own establishment there. Yeah, that's what I think crazy is about right. owning like a, a McDonald's franchise is McDonald's will buy the real estate, so the land and like everything, and then they'll sell it to like the franchise owner, which yeah. they're already getting a percent of because it's a McDonald's franchise. Yeah. And they will make them pay rent on the land yeah. to even operate the business. Like, so the franchise owner doesn't own the land. I did not know that. Yeah. Dude, McDonald's makes that. that That's why they're so big. Makes so much money. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, isn't he dead now? McDonald's no. been around for a while. He's, he's alive? like, well, the Harvard he interview, um, it was like in the like early 2010s. I'm looking this up. I'm yeah, not he was like, you BS me I think he was like 80 something. I think he was like 80 something at that point. That's you crazy. BS me enough around our days. Right, man, look it up. <laughs> Just look up um, McDonald Harvard interview, I guess. I don't really, I don't know what his name is, but I know he was a Harvard. I know I've heard, I know I've been like told his name before, but. Uh, Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know what his no, name is. No, it is Ray Kroc. All right, fair enough. Yeah, because he, uh, he bought it from these two brothers now. From the McDonald brothers, yeah. yeah. And... He didn't buy it. I think he, he co-owned it. And then they died, and then he turned it into a multi-billion-dollar company. I don't think they died. No, do you think he just no. ripped it from them? Uh, that's what I. Something I heard something like that. Yeah, he might have just I'm taken not too it from well them. versed. What happened to his fortune? Let's see. Is he dead? I don't know. I'm trying to find find that. I'm not very good at this. Yeah, 1984. They're way off. He died in 1984. No, he's still alive. Just kidding. Oh, okay, he died I'm... in 1984. Yeah, 1984. Dang. I guess that interview's old as hell. Then. <laughs> I bet. That's why I was like, "What are you talking about?" I thought that interview was McDonald. Like, McDonald's started in like 1955. Well, maybe you saw the number 84 and you thought that was his age, ah. as opposed to it being the actual year. I mean, that's, 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 that's no. Nah, don't make excuses for him. <laughs> He's BSing us. He it might not does. even been him. It might have been whoever took over the company. Bruh. I oh, for that. the Harvard like yeah. Interview. Well, it might have been just whoever took over the McDonald's company. Probably yeah. Because I know the interview was in the 2000s. I know the interview was not in the 1960s. Did you see it on YouTube? Uh, no, it was like an actual documentary. Mm. Where did yeah. you see the documentary? TV, man. I don't remember. Yeah, but like, you don't know <laughs> what you were watching. You don't know Netflix. Hulu. TV, my dad. My dad watches random stuff. He put right, it on. All right. He put it on. I saw it. Cable, okay. whatever. Yeah. Marcos. You Marcos. act like y'all don't have cable. Marcos. I don't. I believe you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Man. I'm sorry. No, I don't. Nah, I don't believe <laughs> it. Right. Nah, I don't I'll look, I'll look this up that. later. I'm going to make y'all look like dumbasses. All right. Just remember. Just remember that. That's fine. Do whatever you want. All right. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Can't wait to what? beat your ass one day. So when are you gonna drop an album for us, though? Oh, because you keep dropping singles, and I think what you know. What if you just hold off? Or are you gonna EP. do? Are you gonna do one of those things? Because I I have such a pet peeve when artists will drop like three or four singles and then they'll throw them on half the album. <laughs> yeah, like, I've definitely me, done that. <laughs> give, me, give me like a feeler, a feeler of like one song. And that goes back on the album, but just give me that and then drop the whole album. See, um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers just did that, except they're excusable because they released maybe three singles from their album, but in total, the album has 17 songs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's before the deluxe yeah, edition see, that's where we fair. get extra ones. Like, you, that's, that's, that's the thing that I was saying. Like, you need to be consistently working right now, but you also need to always have something on the back burner. Like, uh, until you're at that point where you can take those big long breaks, like Chili Peppers are at that point where they take maybe five six years in between See. albums. Yeah. yeah, they also like just got back together too, like too. the original, like with John Frusciante and everything. That's can we talk about that? That's yeah. I, I love that so. I'm excited so, to so go to that much. concert. I've been, I've been a fan of them. They those are the guys that got me into music. Those are the guys that got me into music and made me like want to actually pursue it. And John Frusciante is one of my favorite guitarists of all time. So seeing him like in the live performances that they're doing on the late night shows now, um, just seeing him in like the photo shoots and you know and all the press and the interviews and all that, just seeing him and look, seeing how healthy he looks, yeah, because he struggled with drugs for a long time, like hard drugs too, like, like heroin, yeah, yeah, like and really? that's, that's, that's something yeah. that's very very yes. hard to bounce back from. Oh yeah, and seeing him like finally in that better place when I'm all grown up, like like I'm not a kid anymore, and I finally understand no. the, his struggle. <laughs> I'm, I'm, go on, go I'm on. developed enough to know what 
what he's been through and it, it makes is, me happy it is weird to like see him smile and stuff yeah. because before he would like never smile yeah and he always seemed drugged out most of the time all the time man yeah the concert is uh september 18th no yeah yeah, yeah. september 18th over here in uh arlington in the more uh yeah in dallas area kind of thing yeah. it's gonna be on the texas rangers baseball field so we're gonna be like on the field, which I think is also gonna that be cool. Is amazing, yeah. Yeah, I'm that's gonna be pretty I'm dope. Excited for that. Never even listened to any of the songs. Angel, why you look so shocked? Do you want to go? <laughs> no. To preface, to preface us talking about the concert, we have floor tickets for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, we're gonna be in yeah. the pit. <laughs> Let's go yeah. with our ho- with our homie Garrett. Uh, He's coming Garrett. with us too. Oh, Garrett. Garrett, be very fun. <laughs> Garrett just did it just to do things. Are we are we, are we painting enough. the letters on our bodies? Yeah. Okay. Good. Ooh, can Which I letters? I want to be C. We're going to be R H C P. Like like the initials. Yeah. Nah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I want to be, be R. Maybe C. You only got two left. I'll be P. Garrett H. <laughs> 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 now, but for an album, though. Garrett I'm, built like an H. I'm not going <laughs> to <Continue>. lie. <laughs> for an album, um, I made my mind up on this when I, when I first started. I'm not doing an album until I'm signed. It's one. It's one of those things where it's like Fast I'm forward. Angel's never done an album. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. no. I'm I'm never doing. I'll do EPs, but I'll do anywhere from five to seven songs, and that's that. But, but like, what if, what if you're like Chance the Rapper and you just like don't have a label? Yeah, have you ever thought no. about that? You seem really big on trying to get signed. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be an independent artist unless it gets to that point where like unintentionally, without me even realizing, I have such a cult fan base that I'm an independent artist where I'm making a stable income off it. But why are you against being with a? Because couldn't you make more money being independent? You can. It just takes way longer, and it's a lot harder. You gonna do the whole Frank Ocean thing where you promise a label like two kind of thing, give them, thing. Give them the first good one and then give them the second crappy one, kind of thing. And then once, yeah, because something. it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, he had an established fan base and he was chilling, and after he left, like he took all that with him. I just feel like on the independent side, like. Yeah, I have Gio, and, and he makes my stuff. He's amazing at it. But then I have to go back, and I have to do the marketing myself. I have to find out what I want to do for visuals myself. I have to find a cover art. I have to find different marketing techniques. I have to add the lyrics to Apple Music. I have to do a whole bunch of stuff to get a song prepped up and ready. That it's like, it's so much that I'd rather just record it and record and keep recording and recording and have a label do it. What if you did, like, something that most people don't ever do? But, like, you know, like let's say you're getting a good following, right? Mm-hmm. And... Instead of like you're getting consistent plays on these songs, and instead of just going to a label that's gonna clearly rip you off, they rip off every artist. Yeah, like, it's a very well known thing. What if you just built your own team? I mean, like three or four people. You know, you keep Geo as your producer. You get two, three, maybe even four other people. Someone who you know good with graphics and stuff because Geo's got your sound. Mm. Then you just got to get someone to do your image. Someone that knows you know your budgeting and everything. Yeah. You know, like, you'd create your own little label. No, I'm not going to lie. I've thought about it to where it's like, all right, let's say, let's say, like, X, for example. Dude was independent for the longest. And in the end of it all, he didn't even sign an actual record deal. He signed a publishing deal with Columbia. I think it was Columbia. Um, But he didn't get ripped off. Like, that's still all to him. And there's a lot of artists that do those type of partnerships with labels. They won't sell their music to the label, but the label will help them out. Yeah. So I feel like... That could be another route I'll take to where, like, if the fan base is big enough and then a label comes, it's like, I wouldn't do it just because I already have the fan base here. Why would I do that? There's no reason for it. Versus, let's say I'm chilling and I have, like, 400, 500 followers on SoundCloud or whatever, and then a label hits me up and it's a label I want to be signed by. Obviously, I'm not just going to sign my life away. I'm going to look at the documents and everything first. But, like, why not take that extra step to help? Because a label essentially grabs unknown artists and they push them out. Yeah, because they have the audience. Exactly. They have the reach. They have the money. They have yeah. all that stuff. So if it's at my disposal, why wouldn't I take it? Versus on the other end, if I already had it, I would not take a record deal. If I had, I'm not against being independent. It's just a lot harder. But if I unintentionally do it or like I work hard enough to where I have like, let's say, 200,000 monthly listeners. And I know there's I know there's dudes out there that do that. I wouldn't take a record deal. There'd be just, no reason to. That's fair. I think nowadays there's just so much stuff out there too that you don't really need one. Like I get what you're you saying. Don't. I get what you're saying. Like if you have a small following and like they're like they hit you up and they're like, hey, like you know, because then of course they're you know they're giving you basically everything you want. Yeah. But if you grow the following, and I think you also like yeah, it's gonna be harder, but I think it'd be, I think it'd be much more respected to do it in a way where you grew it yourself too. 
So, because I think nowadays a lot of people look look down upon like labels and stuff. Like, I've never had any like like I don't know. I just don't think they're that cool. I feel like they're just a bunch of dudes ripping off like artists, and I feel like it's a lot of them that don't even know about music. They just know about the industry. It just it depends because there's a lot of deals that go around. So I know that I don't remember the the types of deals off the top of my head, but I know there are different deals to where like yeah, there are deals where there's kids that they go in there and like they give them an advance. So. In advance in the label is the money that you get literally up front. Like, so let's say they want to sign you for like two, three million dollars. They grab a 17 year old kid, fly him out, pay for his hotel, pay for everything, meet with him. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, if you just sign here, all your dreams will come true and we'll give you this three mil. Little do people know that you actually have to pay that advance back. And they're actually it's more of an investment. They're hoping that with in the contract you have a certain amount of albums that you have to do for that label before you do anything they own the rights to those like let's say five albums let's do so they for those five albums they own everything so it's one of those things where those kids don't know that they have to pay that stuff back and that label is trusting in their sound enough to generate that income which to be honest there's so many people i'm pretty sure that no one's ever heard of that they've gotten signed and they just didn't make it happen to where they were able to reinvest back into it and give that. So they go and they buy cars and they buy chains and they buy all that stuff. And little do they know, it's more of a loan, if anything. Yeah. So so what happens if if they don't make the, the sales or the numbers to pay that back? What do they have to do then? And you're just in debt. You're in, you're in debt. Like, with yeah, it's even like, if it's with a record label, you're just like normal debt. You are in debt. It's pretty and, much but, like any business. Like, yeah. if you want to start any normal business and you go to a bank and, like, they're like, all right, well, we're hedging our bets. Hey, this isn't going to go well. You'll pay us back. Like, you get this money to start. We're going to pay you back. And then, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's I mean, that's more or less what Anthony had initially said. Like, it's not people that know about music anymore. It's people that know how the industry works and people who know how to scam people. See, but, like, at, yeah. at the same time, like... I understand where Angel's coming from because if you're like not like a huge artist with like a huge fan base or anything, um, they're giving you the perfect opportunity to just do what you want to do. They're going to take care of producing it. They're going to take care of your sound. They're going to take care of your marketing. All you have to do is just literally do what you want to do. It depends on the label though because there's labels out there that will switch your image make you do outlandish things for press. Mm. They And it's a real thing. Like, you see it yeah. in movies and stuff like that. It's a real thing. They'll or make like you do outlandish Lil Nas. stuff. I don't think Lil Nas wanted to do Like, I think he enjoys it now. Hey, that man's goaded. No, he's a marketing, so marketing genius. Oh, absolutely. That That's that's another thing. There's a lot of these artists, that, and I agree with you, Lil Nas included, but a lot of them not. I think, I think, uh, I think Doja Cat puts on... Um, Puts on an act like, oh, I'm not famous. I forget I'm famous. Oh, to be yeah, funny. yeah. To be it's funny, it's more relatable too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like Billie Eilish's green that's, phase. That's, yeah, like um, the Doja so Cat. Weird. The Doja Cat wasn't as wasn't as extreme. Or uh, I think here's this is a hot take for me. I think Prince going on strike against Sony Music was an act. I think, Prince, I think it like was the act. Prince. Yeah. Dude, labels will go to any extent what just are the, to what get... What the princes there? You know, yeah, the music I, industry. <laughs> Prince Royce. <laughs> no, labels, labels will literally go to any extent just to get your name out there to get that money back. It all falls back under that at the end of the day. Like I didn't even know Prince went on strike against Sony. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, he, a lot there, of people there was, a, there was It was a whole thing. Like He had a performance where he wrote Slave across his face. Michael Jackson also... He also was bashing Sony pretty heavy. Like Yeah, but that man was days. the absolute GOAT. Now I think I think Sony actually fucked Michael over though. No, they did. They did. In what way? <laughs> <laughs> no, they did. Why do y'all just look at me like years ago? No, <laughs> they they um Michael like went on record and he was saying that Sony's just a very controlling label. Like he, he just to, felt like he couldn't <laughs> be him kind of thing. He tried to buy them once so he could play Spider Man in the movies. What? Yeah. Michael tried to buy Sony yeah. once so Michael he could Jackson play. wanted to be Spider Man? Yes. yes. And he tried to he buy did. Sony to do it. No way. Yes. He did. That's, that's absolutely hilarious. That's, that. that's, that's incredible. I love when like rich people just do whatever they want with the money, but in like weird ways. Like Elon Musk buying Twitter. He's yeah. he's equal to the number one shareholder. Him, wow. him and another guy own the most shares in Twitter. It's nine point two percent. I heard about that. I think that's awesome. Because well, they have been like censoring him because Twitter's been getting on to him for just saying outlandish stuff because he's Elon Musk and everyone hey, loves that it. That make it say whatever so he, he wants to say. He did a poll. He was like, "Do you think I should buy Twitter?" 
and everyone said yes, of course. And so he bought nine point two percent. And he's saying it's a passive buy, so he's not going to actively be in the company and yeah. like make decisions. Yeah, but it's just kind of like him. if they're going to do something wrong, it's kind of him just like there. you know that's, whipping it out and being like, that's pretty funny. Hey, buddy, yeah. now I'm saying whatever I want. The poll I saw, I actually saw the poll like on a uh, on inst- on TikTok, and so the actual poll was, do you think Twitter? Um, is doing a good job of yeah, censoring yeah. and uncensoring oh, people. I saw and then, that. Yeah, and then he put a little caption, uh, the poll will have consequences, is what he said. Yeah. It was like, the poll is going to have consequences, so pit, like choose carefully. Yeah. Dude, he got so much hate for that poll, too. Like, these little, like, annoying little kids are just messaging him the entire time. Oh, Elon, you're just saying this because um, they, like, be censoring you too much. And then everybody was like, yeah, it's... Why he's doing it? Clearly, yeah. like if you're if if you're a bigger name, you have a bigger target on yeah. your back, so you have more likelihood of getting censored. Like someone like me ain't gonna get censored. Nobody cares what I say. Exactly. Like what they did to my boy Trump. That was ruthless. <laughs> wow. That man's that's that man's not allowed anywhere now. <laughs> that that actually is funny though. Yeah. That bro. That man is not allowed anywhere now that's just yeah. ridiculous that actually is the note boys did a podcast with him that was like thirty minutes and I got taken off of YouTube yeah. in yep. like the same day. Tough. Yep. So fast. What a turnaround. Where can uh, people find your music? Uh, everywhere. Uh, you can find it. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Apparently my house is everywhere too. Yeah, facts. You can find it at your mama's crib. Tidal, Deezer, um, Amazon Music, TikTok. Every, literally everywhere. If you, if you search up the name, it will be there. Awesome. Can you, can you, can you reiterate uh, the spelling of... Of your, it's L U V comma angel, like a letter. Love angel, love angel. I like it. I like yeah. it. sincerely angel. <laughs> <laughs> you should change it to sincere. Oh, I got no, one. No, that's too long. That's Best it. regards. Boom. Nah, I actually Boo. do. I like the sound of that, but it is too long. It, it's Best a mouthful, regards. dude. No, but like love, love comma angel visually looks appealing. Though. You know it's what? Simple. Best regards is actually a dope name for a band. Yeah. Best regards. That's a dope name for a band. Worst regards. Angel. <laughs> Peach Pit. That's Peach a great name. Pit. That's a great name for a band. What is a wallow? That's a good question, buddy. Well, yeah, a wallowing know. is like uh, a When you're verb. wallowing in self Yeah, wallowing is a verb. To wallow is a verb. Yeah. What's a verb? Yeah. <laughs> Action <laughs> no. words. That's, isn't that a noun? No, a what? noun is a person, place, or thing. Oh, Hello. Right. So a verb is an action. But what is the yeah. definition of like wallow? walking? Wallow. Wallow. It's when you're on your own. Like, yeah, like I think it's when you're like by yourself or like, in, like a, in, a, in a position you don't want to be. I yeah, guess. you're like you're like dwelling there. Yeah. Wallow. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of far. Spell wallow. W a l l o w. At least you got that. Nice. Now look it up. Look up. Look up the definition right now. All right. Dude, no, that's that's actually far because I know the band name now and it's like. Wallow, yeah, and they're they just they wallow. They make music to wallow too. Yeah, the dude, um, that dude, <laughs> Clay Jensen from Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> oh, that's right. He dude, does have a band. Hannah Baker literally left him, and now he has a band. What is his name? So it's a verb. Um, it's a verb. It says roll about or lie, relax in mud or water, especially to keep cool. Avoid, avoid biting insects or spread scent. What's the second definition? <laughs> A noun, the act, an act of wallowing. Yeah. Number two, an area of mud or shell. Well, I guess. Well, no, listen, no, listen. Me, well, we're still kind of right because yeah. a lot of people say, "Oh, you wallow in your own self pity," like you're rolling yeah. around in your own self pity. Like it could, it's still a verb. It's just wallowing is it. staying yeah. in the same place you once were. Like if you're depressed, oh, you're wallowing in your depression means you want to be there. You're literally like, just in there yeah. running in circles. Exactly. That's fire, though. It's old. Yeah, not, not the which no, I just yeah, said, the, the word, the band the word. name. Yeah, yeah. It makes you know who also has a band. Um, the main character from uh, Thirteen, Re- uh, not Thirteen Reasons, Stranger Things. Dominic Finn Fike? Wolfhard. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. Oh. That man has such a what? badass name. Oh, Dominic I'm Fike thinking of Euphoria. <laughs> and he's not the main character either. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know how they track this, but how often the word was used. Yeah. Apparently in the 1800s they used the word wallowing more than we do now. Nice, I believe it. But I uh, yeah, too. Finn yeah. Wolfhard wallowing, you ridiculously who, cool name. You know who has a uh, like, Wolfhard is just a crazy good last name. Oh yeah, you know who has a band? Nick Martinez. That is very it's true. From May Creek High School. 
It's called Bliss, by the way. You guys should look it up. What about In Bliss? You have a you, band? You, you can't look it up because we don't have any music. Out. It's on Instagram, by the way, guys. Called Bliss. You and have what, a band? At Bliss, right? It's at Bliss Texas. Yeah, Bliss at Bliss Tex. TX. There you go. In Bliss. In Bliss. In Bliss. Yeah. Nah. Bliss. No. Bliss. If you know, you know. No one knows. Knows what? There's nothing to know. It's because no one knows. Bliss is just a great name for a band. I've said this before. Bliss is a great name for a band. It reminds me a lot of Nirvana. I like it. Because Nirvana is a crazy good name for a band. We're going to call our fans Blisters. (laughs) All right. Never mind. That was good. That was good. I don't know how I feel about that. that I like that. I I like that. that. I like that. I think it's funny. It's like a completely different, like, because when you think about Bliss, it's something like happy and then you get a blister and... (laughs) Yeah, because they're a pain on their side. You don't don't like the contrast? No, who likes blisters? I just find it different. (laughs) Blisters are nasty. They're weird. Yeah, they think their fans are nasty and weird. (laughs) 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 But y'all think y'all think y'all think Bliss's audience is going to be like musty white dudes? (laughs) I (laughs) hope so. Hope not. Like tank tops that have like grease stains on them. Then I get to go to all the (laughs) parts. I want like I want like women, Steve. Yeah. Thanks, man. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Mm. Um, this rebrand is going to be cool. There's going to be some nice visuals coming out. <clears throat> There's going to be a whole different outlook on my music. Um, hopefully, I get to get rid of the whole six inch Jill everywhere. Uh, <laughs> shout out Jill, I love you, bro. Shout out uh, my Stinka Link. Um, and thank you for everybody who you supports my music. You did not just call her your I did. She is my Stinka Link. Oh wow. Uh, but thank you for everybody who supports my music, and uh, I hope y'all didn't forget about me. I still get DMs and stuff, but thank y'all. It means a lot, um, but the weight will be worth it. Promise that. It Ooh. definitely will be worth it. The weight will be worth it. Yes. Promise that. Sounds like a good wrap to a podcast. Boys, thanks for coming and having a good podcast. This is a great time. Appreciate it very much for you guys Wonderful. being here with us today. Jeez. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs>